Hey, what do you want a da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these days. I know. Like it's today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no! I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to die or any die. Quote to die at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Well, in racing and in Formula 1, it's very famous that they say either you're a Schumacher fan or you're an Ayrton Senna fan. I'm a racing fan. I'm a Formula 1 fan. And I'm a fan of everybody that makes it big in Formula 1. And I have a lot of respect for that. My name is Rishi Kapoor. Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor get together to get to you. The Inside Line F1. Inside Line F1 podcast this week salutes one of the lions of racing, Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna, the Brazilian, went on to win three championships with McLaren F1 back in the day. Glorious racer, rated to be one of the best that ever climbed into a Formula 1 car. We lost him, sadly, uh, at Tamborello a turn in uh, San Marino, Imola. But till today, his legend is probably one of the biggest that is written in F1 and Kunal will agree to that. Absolutely, Rishi. And you know, the biggest debates that we've always had is if Senna was there still racing, would Schumacher have won his seven titles? And then always the quintessential debate that Who's better, who was a better driver? Was it Michael Schumacher or was it Ayrton Senna? But to me, uh, the biggest gift that Senna could give to Formula One was unfortunately after his death. And that is bringing the art and the element of safety even more so in Formula One. You know, it's a great thing that, that Formula One drivers contribute to the sport while they're in the sport and after the sport. And, and today, while I say this, and after knowing what happened to Ayrton, my heart goes out to the whole Schumacher family who's praying for Michael and the fact that he should make a comeback into his life like he did in Formula 1. And it's just so difficult to imagine not the happiest endings to the greatest F1 entertainers in the world. Well, having said that, I'm going to move on to the podcast because I'm really excited today. Today we're starting a new section called Know Thy Race and I'm really excited about it. But before I do that, the podcast has to have the latest in F1 and uh, Kunal, quickly tell me what's happening in the world of F1, even when the paddock is shut. Even while the paddock is shut, we have Nicky Lauda claiming that Mercedes shouldn't win all the races this season. What's your view on that, Rishi? I think it's really funny, okay? He's, he's leading the team. He wants the team to win every single race. But yes, he does quote of the fact that when McLaren was uh, um, really dominant back in the Ayrton and the Prost days, and when Michael was winning with Ferrari, the sport did get a little boring. But I think if it's going to be Nico versus Hamilton, it's still going to be a lot of fun. It could be fun. And like I said, you know, it's all marketing talk. At the non-executive chairman of the Mercedes uh, racing team, he bloody hell wants to win all the possible races, of course. Hamilton wants to win every possible race. Vettel won all the possible races last year and the, and the year before. So Hamilton is now thinking, hey, Vettel, you need my car, don't you? <laughs> he's, he's probably thinking that. And, you know, interestingly, something that just come up is... Lewis Hamilton has taken a pot shot, in my, in my view, at Sebastian Vettel, saying this is where his leadership qualities need to come to the fore. This is where he needs to guide Red Bull absolutely out of their issues that they have with the car. And, you know, my little view here is that it's not really a Red Bull issue per se. It's more to do a Renault issue. True that. And uh, more to do with car issues is where Ferrari come in, where Dominicali goes out. And Stefano, a great man to lose from the paddock, 
and if i was a formula 1 team manager like haas is going to be and haas f1 coming in i would really look at him as team principal immediately yeah it's it's good you put it you know we've always spoken about how f1 genuinely lacks talented engineers stroke administrators and people keep playing you know round robin between teams it would be an asset to have dominical in the team because formula 1 is a very process driven organization to start up a formula 1 team would need a massive wealth of information and knowledge which i believe stefano has after spending some 16 odd years with ferrari so if i am in f1 and if i have been around for a while i would say that these cars are not the prettiest to look at of course you get used to it after three or four races but formula 1 is taking up steps to make these cars pretty is that ever going to happen i really hope it does rishi because like you said and you know like we've been saying the 2014 cars while they look good they have something dangling at the front which makes them look very adult like okay and for a change i'm seeing formula 1 actually get into marketing talk rather than stick to technical talk we're going to have those glowing disc brakes back they are planning to bring back active suspension which means the cars will have sparks on the underplanks that are there and they're even talking about those famous vapor trails that happen at the rear wing so they're planning to bring all of this back yes it means we'll have more changes on the sport but they're planning to bring all of this back to make the sport more visually spectacular Obviously I don't know we are an audio medium we inside line F1 podcast makers and we know that what can be exciting is getting another third expert on the panel for whatever little minutes there is we have Aditya Patel India's top 10 top racer now 10 top racing is something I've learned from you so if you have a car which is not particularly a single seater and well it has a roof it's a it's a tin top car and Aditya is here with us and he was kind enough to give us some time Yeah it's it's great that Aditya has joined us and you know just for our listeners and subscribers and all our followers there we are starting a new segment called Nose High Racer like Rishi put it where we will try and f- showcase we will try and bring forward and try and promote all the upcoming talented racers out there whether they are indian or whether they have another passport doesn't matter but there are lots of drivers who've written into us and we hope to bring this uh, segment back on the show every now and then to try and promote the new talent that comes along our way i do get sharukh khan easily on the line and amir khan's time very easily compared to aditya aditya is the busy man aditya patel india's best and top racer he's driving the audis of the world dude he is the man with the dream job i envy him but i also look up to him in terms of the talent he has aditya patel finally on inside line f1 podcast hey aditya what's up hi rishi kapoor thanks for that wonderful introduction <laughs> how are you doing brother how's 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 the racing coming along doing well doing well racing coming along the usual getting better year after year tell our listeners tell our all our viewers our subscribers why a racer needs to be very very fit physically because something this is something we not been able to explain to them they, they just think oh this guy is in a car and he's just driving so uh-huh. what do you actually go through as a racer even if you're not driving a single seater to be that fit uh-huh. so basically i mean driving a tim top apart from all the g forces you face you're, you're driving around corners probably at four or five times the speed you normally would or maybe more so you're really being moved around in the car uh-huh. apart being a tim a tim top it's really really hot Uh-huh. So all that heat from the engine and everything has nowhere to go it's just coming into the car and radiating so you can imagine what it's like and oh. then you're sitting there for like maybe an hour hour and a half and just sweating it out sweating it out plus going through all these deals so it's not so easy but once you start enjoying it then you forget so much about how hard it is you don't need a steam room in your gym do you 
not at all we just have to get into a race car <laughs> 2014 formula 1 season season of changes season of rule changes season of the grid getting shuffled uh, how do you think the season so far has gone well, i think it's been a bit up and down in the beginning it seemed a bit boring and then there was some entertainment in bahrain hamilton versus rosberg you know rosberg is sitting lower in the car so the whole center of gravity being low so do you think one of them has the edge over the other in terms of how the championship is shaping up because it's going to be all mercedes this year let's face it. Uh, hamilton has a championship under him so he has that he knows what it is once you win it once you you just go ahead and win it again rosberg he's not won it before uh-huh. and to get that first win is not so easy uh-huh. it's a different kind of you ha- your mindset is different hamilton's mindset is different rosberg's is different because uh-huh. hamilton knows he can do it rosberg probably thinks maybe he can do it that's very well put actually now and, and and as a driver if you were an f1 driver right now wouldn't you think that there are way too many changes making the sport way too complicated than it already is and maybe they could have got half the changes this year and half the changes for 2015 i guess it could have been done that way but everybody was just talking about how boring it was getting and someone wanted something really big to change because you know how petrol was just dominating last year so i think mm-hmm. that's why they went all kamikaze with the changes and we see what we i mean it's not too bad some teams are struggling uh, for the spectators it's quite interesting because we really don't know the outcome because apart from the merc mm-hmm. if you look at the rest of the grid i was watching in q2 in bahrain mm-hmm. um third to i think 14th or 15th were within half a second yeah that's that's really nice that's great racing yeah uh, most people didn't really notice that but that was really close between third to 14th it's just the first two guys who were far ahead Okay now now I'm talking about the first two guys and the rest of them and everybody on the field is saying that the engine sounds are a bit uh, you know disappointing and fr- frankly if you ask me I'm not that disappointed I'm getting to see some great exciting racing and you know some change some challenges drivers are put to the test you know they have to drive the wheels of the car but do you think that the sound is bothering the common viewer can it be changed what is your view on the whole sound bit uh, I don't know as a race driver it doesn't really bother me because mm-hmm. it's still racing there's still mm-hmm. 22 drivers driving around the grid racing cars mm-hmm. hard against each other but i mean as a normal spectator they used they used to watching formula 1 i guess just for the sound and the speed so when you rev higher you look faster but they're not revving so high yeah. so maybe it just doesn't look as fast and it doesn't sound as loud as they want it to be but i think it's a matter of time i guess just a few races and people will get used to it they'll forget what was the past and carry on with what it is now but they are talking about making changes so let's see what they do okay but you know the past is a little bit what i want to know i want to know a little bit of aditya patel the journey so far in order to make it to a big league of course it's not easy it requires a lot of time and effort and passion so i mean we i started really young when i was 10 years old i started mm-hmm. karting and then took part in first it was like a weekend affair uh-huh. i would bug my parents to take me to the race track every weekend to the go kart track every weekend uh-huh. that turned into like uh, a whole bunch of races that would happen back then we don't see that now but every little go kart track would hold races and you'd have 70 or 80 drivers or maybe even more coming Ooh. and taking part it's quite a lot yeah that's what i think brought up that competitive spirit back then when i was when i just started uh-huh. racing single seaters and touring cars and then gt cars so, yeah it just moves up forward have you been driving hybrid racing cars i did drive a car that was powered by cng oh was, yeah 
was that even fun to drive because in cng there's a lack of power that's felt you know the acceleration may be not so refined now this again is a racing car it was a Volkswagen Scirocco and i raced it for 2 years yeah. and it's also one of the most uh, competitive single make series in the world yeah you'd imagine cng to be like your maruti van or your auto rickshaw not to make any noise and to sound weird yeah got that But, such a typecast <laughs> Exactly, but it was surprising. I mean, the car sounded really good, like a race car, and it was really fast. It would do zero to one hundred in under five seconds, like four point six seconds. Like they're coming up with a Formula E, they could come up with a Formula CNG. You never know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure to enroll my Civic into that. But uh, plans for 2014? What's in store for you? On my front, this year I'll continue racing the GT3 cars. Ah. Last year I raced the R8. And this year I do the same in probably another European series. That sounds fabulous. So is Le Mans going to happen anytime soon? That's the aim. Um, <laughs> I'm aiming to be an Audi pool driver, which means I could be part of the the pool of drivers that Audi has, which is a large pool. Uh-huh. And you never know. Maybe if I do really well, if I can prove myself, maybe. In the next five years, I could see myself at Le Mans. Oh, that's that's you know, fingers crossed for that, and great to have the Indian flag at Le Mans finally. And uh, should I also uh, say that you know, racing is a great career, but everybody wants to know that if 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 Formula drivers and racing drivers were not racing drivers, what would they be? What would Aditya Patel be if he wasn't a racer? I don't know. I guess I'd be a good uh, house husband. Can't think of anything else I could do. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> you're setting the fastest lap between the living room and the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, just run around the dining table, round and round and round. Kids are in purple sector. All day. All right then. Thank you so much, Aditya, for being a part of Inside Line F1. Uh, we wish you all the great success to come in 2014 and the years ahead. And have a great time, brother. We are hoping to see you in action very soon. We want to try it in your car, so you know we're even slower and you feel even better about yourself. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. It was good talking to you too. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more, sir. Mm. Yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.